Welcome to Chapter 1 of HealthSystemCIO.com's interview with Dave Lundahl, CIO at Presence Health. In this interview, Lundahl talks about why he decided to leave a long-term position and seek a new role, the prioritization challenges facing CIOs today, and why he gets excited talking about the transition to value-based care. Thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us. Happy to be here. So to uh, to lay the groundwork a little bit, can you talk about uh, Presence Health? Just you know what you have in terms of hospitals, um, you know ambulatory co- ambulatory care, things like that. Essentially, uh, Presence Health is a um, large largest uh, provider in the city of Chicago of, of healthcare, but in the Chicago and surrounding areas, uh, about 22,000 employees, 12 hospitals, uh, medical group. Um, nursing homes, uh, rehab facilities, uh, skilled nursing, home care, uh, pr- pretty much the, the, the gamut of, of healthcare delivery. And we also have a, uh, a, a fr- pretty innovative uh, group we call Presence Health Partners, which is our accountable care organization, and that's our clinically integrated network as well. Um, and so that's, that's going to be a group that's going to be quite fun uh, to work with as we look to make the transition from uh, fee-for-service to the value world. Right. Yeah, that's that's definitely something we're going to want to uh, get into. Um, now, you said what was the number the number of hospitals you have? Twelve. Twelve. Okay. So that's a pretty pretty nice size system. So you've been CIO there since uh, this past summer. Since that, uh, yeah, since July July seventh actually was my first day. Okay. Previously, I've seen that that you were at SSM. Um, what uh, what was it that brought you to Presence? What what was it about this particular role that uh, seemed interesting to you? Well, it, it, uh, at SSM Healthcare, I had a had kind of a, a hybrid role where where um, for for part of my job I was the the CIO for Dean Dean Health System, but for the other part of my job I was the regional um, CIO for uh, SSM Healthcare, and I reported to another the CIO for SSM Healthcare uh, who was in who was in St. Louis. And a couple things, couple things happened. One is um, SSM completed an acquisition of, of Dean Health System, and so I became fully a regional CIO, um, even though I had uh, quite a quite a big job because I was responsible for for Dean Clinic. I was also responsible for the information systems at, at Dean Health Plan, uh, as well as what we were doing at uh, at the hospitals. Um, and we, we had and, and still had a joint venture technology company in, in uh, Wisconsin called WITS, which uh, was an LLC between Dean Health System and SSM Healthcare that, that went back to 1999, uh, and, and we did, did quite a bit of work there. Um, I, still, I was still at a, a, in a regional role, so kind of a kind of a number two kind of a deal, um, and then and then. Uh, you know, so I was I was working through that, and I think everything was was still still fine. But then my boss um, uh, made the decision to retire, you know, down in St. Louis. So that really forced right. me into a, a career moment of okay, I've I've put myself in a position where I should be a good candidate. Um, should I apply? And, and the, the 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 easy answer for me on that was, you know, yes, I should apply, and so so I did. Um, but you know, shortly after I had, I had made that decision and was was waiting for the process to kick off with with SSM Healthcare, um, I was uh, informed about the position at, at Presence Health and encouraged to take a look at it. And uh, I, I, you know, was was very happy to move forward on the SSM path. 
but you know, at, at the end of the day, you don't always, you think you're in a good position and, and it doesn't always work out. And so I thought, you know, I, you know, it's, it's not a bad idea. The timing of, of both of when the, the presence position would be open and when the SSM position would be open were, were lined up pretty well. And I said, all right, it's, it's okay to be in two processes and let's, let's see what happens. And uh, as it turns out, the presence process moved very rapidly, where, where the SSM process uh, did not. And uh, in fact, this is still not filled, although I, I believe they will be filling that soon. Um, and so I, I, I found myself in, in a position of having a, a, a job offer um, from, from presence and the process is not really starting yet from, from SSM. And so I had to take a look at, at, at presence and, um, and, and, and what I found, a lot, a lot of familiarity, uh, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a Catholic health system and I've been in Catholic health care since 1995. It's, it's Chicago, it's Midwest, and, and I've, I've spent my life uh, uh, either in the, the, the northern Indiana, the, the South Bend area, uh, a little bit of time as a, as a youngster in the Chicago area or up in Madison, Wisconsin, so kind of all in this, this area. So that was, was very familiar to me. Um, so some, some comfort. Uh, right. It gave me the chance to be the lead um, IS person uh, in, a, in a health system, uh, which is something that uh, I had set, put myself in a position to be. Um, and I wanted to uh, give it a give it a try, um, but also too this whole I mentioned that Presence Health Partners uh, a, a few minutes ago uh, related to our clinic that being our clinically integrated network and our accountable care organization, et, et cetera. You know, one day it may be a, a health plan, but what what the, the the story I was was told related to Presence is that we want to go um, two two feet in the canoe. We want to go full full forward on on making the transition to value-based care, and uh, being in the the system I was in with uh, Dean Health System and SM Healthcare of Wisconsin, we were an integrated delivery network, and we were at 40% plus of our business was at at risk in a in a full capitated model, and we had accountable care organizations, and I was. I was doing um, IT between uh, you know clinic and hospital and health plan, all centered around you know the, the patient is is the center of of the universe. Um, lots of experience in, in in related to how the, you know the new economic model when when your economic model is not just just produce more widgets as it is in a fee for service world. And I know I'm I'm completely um, you know under understating what that what that widget is in healthcare because it's a very very complicated and important widget but still it's it's a it's a volume transaction um, and so I thought you know all of this kind of things lined up and I thought I could make a difference here at, at present so all of those things kind of kind of came through and I decided to uh, accept the offer and make the make the transition right of course it's still relatively early on maybe about what five or six months but um, so far have you has it kind of uh, you know validated for you that that you made the right decision oh absolutely um, you know the the um, I was I was looking for a challenge and, and I, I, I have a challenge uh, but it's a very it's a very good challenge and I'm, I'm happy to, to lend my talents and, and my efforts um, and it's a lot of effort um, yeah. To you know, to help help the the system make the make the transition. Uh, so I I am very excited about it. Um, so so yeah, I'm very happy. Right. Okay. So let let's get into some of those uh, 
many priorities of yours, but first, uh, what, what's the, uh, the clinical application environment at presence? So what uh, systems do you have in the hospitals? Uh, in the hospitals, we have, we have two. In half our hospitals, we have, have full EPIC, um, and on half the hospitals, we have uh, Meditech. Okay. And at our medical group, <laughs> yeah, in our, our medical group, we have EPIC fully deployed. Okay. Is the goal to get every, everyone, uh, all the hospitals on EPIC, or is it something where right now that's, it's not necessarily on the radar? Well, you know, I, I would say that, um, you know, certainly it would be ideal to have one, one uh, patient database, let's call it, you know, going back to, to, to my, my previous, previous job, we had one, one patient, one record was the motto, you know, one patient, one record anywhere, anytime. And, and I don't have that. Uh, we don't have that right now. In fact, we have not only, um, you know, Epic and, and Meditech, there's six different Meditech databases. So that, that creates a lot of um, uh, transactional friction. It, it creates uh, uh, a lot of challenge to get, you know, presenting one one patient view. Um, now, there's not always overlap, you know, with, with the patients. And, you know, so a patient downstate may not be, you know, seen in Chicago. And so it's not always an issue, but still it's ideal to have one, one patient, patient record. Um, now, whether or not that's a priority, we're, we're, we're sorting that out because that's not, a, that's not a, an inexpensive decision to make. It's not an inexpensive commitment. And as you move forward in, in um, population health, there's a whole lot of other technology that needs to, to be deployed. So, you know, one of the things we're going to be sorting through is, um, uh, is that a priority right now? Do we need to, to move there or do we need to do other things? And, and as, I, as I look at it, you know, we can, we can take all of the data from the different um, EMRs and get them into a, a unified view for analytics. And, and analytics is a really critical piece, you know, going forward. So if I can do that, albeit it's harder to, to do that, but I can do that. Uh, maybe, you know, maybe the effort needs to go there uh, first rather than unifying our, our transactional systems. Right. Okay. Now let's, let's talk about um, the Accountable Care uh, Initiative and, and what's going on there. It sounds like that's something that's definitely a, a big focus for you guys. Yeah, it, it, it is. And, and when, you, when you look at the, the way, you know, fee-for-service, I think, is a, is a, is a, is a challenge. Um, and, and we all know what's, what's going on in terms of uh, reduced usage of, of, of health systems, but the reimbursement rates are either you know being flat or reduced quite a bit. And we know we, we know they are in, in the um, Affordable Care Act and, and, and other places. And, and, and overall, kind of getting to the, the broader picture, I've always heard of you know how how large a chunk of healthcare um, GDP healthcare represents. And so we know it's going to be flat or, or go down. Um, so we have made the strategic. Uh, decision here that we want to go at risk. And so we have uh, a, a Medicare shared savings pro program. Um, we are going to be uh, working in the, the Medicaid accountable care entity, Medicaid ACE, here in Illinois. Um, and Presence is the largest uh, provider of Medicaid in the state of, of Illinois. Uh, we also have um, some multiple different commercial opportunities we're working on with uh, payers uh, to to you know get to um, get to risk and, and with the goal of hopefully one day you know having as much much risk being fully capitated as as we possibly can uh, and and you know that's a that's a transition for any healthcare organization but it, it seems like 
Um, I mean, I haven't heard anyone in years say that this is not the, the future of healthcare and this is not where we're going. It, it is where we're going. And so everyone's trying to figure it out, I think. Um, and, and, and we're certainly there. I, I always, uh, um, I'm excited. And when I talk to my, you know, staff or, or, or people that work with us in IS, and um, I, I kind of describe it, and I give a little bit of the economics of it. But I always, I always end on talking about just how how um, uh, good it, it it feels to be an IS professional, you know, these days, because the kind of things that we're we're getting into um, in technologies, you know, they they really do. They're they're kind of improved care. You know, if, if yeah. it's a technology that that helps people avoid a hospital admission, um, that's a really that's a really good thing. And so the alignment, I think, is is really nice. Plus, it, it's, it can get us some fun and, and cool things to do in IT. Right. In terms of, you know, being able to do things like uh, analytics for, uh, for population health, like where do, you, where do you stand at that point? We uh, have um, partners, um, and we have some good claims-based um, work underway uh, where we have a significant gap that we need to close out, and we will be working aggressively towards this in 15 and 16 um, is on in clinical-based uh, analytics, mm-hmm. um, you know, the gaps in care type of reporting, uh, right. getting much, you know, deeper in terms of, of predictive analytics and, and risk stratification. So, uh, you know, I think for, for some part we're, we're there, but we have a lot, lot longer to go in terms of using, using clinical data in this, in this regard. Thank you for listening to this podcast from healthsystemcio.com. To hear other podcasts, visit our website or subscribe to our account in iTunes at healthsystemcio.com backslash podcast.